1: and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, summer is over and we're back to work in Los Angeles here at the final edition. And of course, summer is not over. It's the beginning of August and this isn't work because nobody gets paid. Nonetheless, we in L.A. are back to producing new sketches, and we're in the studio again for one reason, and one reason only. It's the only place with air conditioning. It's also the only time we talk to other people. So, two reasons. Anyway, this week we've got a couple of things about music, a couple of sketches about food, and an ever-expanding cast of consistently talented people who had nothing else to do this summer except head to the studio and hang out. So, right, three reasons. And do we do it to change the world, my friends? No. We do it so that you have something to listen to in the car. This is the final edition Radio Hour. made on 3d printers have turned up at airport security and blueprints for making them have been blocked from the internet by a federal judge the final edition asks the
2: man on the street what do you think i don't know why people are worried about these 3d guns just don't wear those glasses i put on the glasses and it's like the guns are coming right at me i can't
3: afford a 3d printer i just have to make my guns at work now there's two ways for a gun to jam i was going to print bullets but i ran out of cyan i mean that's kind of cool but I just type people's names, and then they die. Now,
0: when you pistol whip someone, it just goes like... Sounds like I'm hitting somebody in the head with a Pez dispenser.
3: I tried to throw my gun in the East River and it floated. Let me know when you invent a 4D gun.
2: Ooh, to shoot someone in the past. Still no one's found a way to 3D print these guns. I'm holding up my arm.
3: 3D gun! I want a 3D cot! You've been getting only
2: 2D Ah,
1: uh,
3: Yeah.
2: I left my gun in the backseat of my car. And it warped. This is my gun. There are many
1: guns like it. Many, many, many guns like it.
3: You think that's cool? I can shit bullets.
1: Sarah Huckabee Sanders tries to order food.
3: chicken check. May I take your order? Um, yes. I'd like to order four of your home-style chicken dinners with extra, um... Wait, are you Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Yes, but I... Uh, okay, no! My family is expecting me to bring home dinner, and I have uh, to, We ran out of food! But... Oh, uh, no, we're close too! Damn.
1: Stay tuned for the next installment of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Fries to order food.
0: Summer is here, and you know what that means. Summer music festivals. All the coolest, hottest people in the world converging in sweaty mobs to party their cares away. But let's be honest for a second. Do you really just go to festivals so you can look like you have a fun life on social media, even though you actually hate crowds and loud music? Are you so tired of summer festivals that sell themselves as luxurious party experiences, but end up just being ridiculously expensive ways to hang out in basically a refugee camp covered in glitter? then we've made the summer festival experience for you. Welcome to SoChilla. We provide everything you need to make it look like you're having a great time on social media without any of the crowds, lines, or music. We have shitty step-and-repeat banners made by unpaid interns, cute cabanas made from art department trash, and great lighting from almost any angle. Featuring fake bands that are almost like the ones you really love. The Vein Chokers, 50 Wops, Lard, The Black Knees, and Maroon Knives. All
4: my friends went to Coachella this year, but I didn't have the money, so I went to Sochilla. They gave me a flower headband and took three pictures of me with fake friends in front of a band no one knew. I looked like I had an awesome day and still got home in time to watch The Bachelorette, while my friends spent half the day vomiting in a porta potty from eating tainted vegan hot dogs.
5: My friends all went to Burning Man, but I don't have thousands of dollars to spend to go take Molly in the desert for a week. So I took half a pack of Sudafed, smeared some glitter on my face, and went to Sochilla. I stood in front of a small troll doll someone set on fire but used perspective to make it look like a giant kick-ass blaze behind me. My Snapchat story looked just as cool as all my friends, but it only cost me 15 bucks, and I didn't have to take off from work. I
1: didn't use the service.
0: Do you validate? And for those high rollers and agoraphobics out there, sign up for our VIP package. We'll come to you with two hot people dressed in underwear and fringe vests, two different painted backdrops of crowds, one unicorn pool floaty, and a bottle of rosé. We'll take a few cool photos of you and be out of your hair in under an hour So you can look like you nailed summer fun All while never leaving the house So this summer, forget the lines, the inevitable heat stroke The slowly developing tinnitus, hippie B.O. and overpriced bar snacks And come to Sochilla Because looking cool doesn't have to be lame
2: Everybody's favorite children's show has been picked up for a seventh season, Wiggy Piggy Funtime Town. So we thought all the kids out there might want to go behind the scenes for a real pitch meeting. Let's see what kind of shows the writers are coming up with next.
1: Okay, first, Terry, what's your idea for some Wiggy Piggy magic?
0: Okay, so the mayor of Wiggy Piggy Town grows evil orange hair on his head, and he says he wants to be the mayor for life.
1: Uh, Let me address this right off the top. All of you have sent in an unusually large number of pitches that seem to be about Donald Trump. You know, not everything needs to be about him, especially for our target demographic of five-year-old children.
0: uh, This isn't about Donald Trump. It's the mayor of Wiggy Piggy Town.
1: Well, what's the mayor's name?
0: Mayor Higginbottom Waterford H.
3: Don, what's your idea? Oh, in my episode, a character from Wiggy Piggy Town suffers a self-inflicted gunshot wound near the White House. This is a children's show. How is a self-inflicted gunshot wound even remotely appropriate? Oh, cause it turns out to be Donald Trump shooting himself in the foot. You'd do a whole episode for that one Twitter joke. It's a good line. Yes, but
1: it's low-hanging fruit, Don. In fact, haven't you noticed that everything about this president is low-hanging fruit? That's how he keeps getting people to continue talking. I I
4: have an idea, Mike, and there's no politics. Go ahead. Okay, well, there's a big dragon that lives out of town. Fine. And everyone's afraid of him, but it turns out he just has a toothache.
1: Oh, Okay.
4: So everyone tries to help, but then the dragon ruins everything by talking about steel tariffs and the stock market crashes. No,
1: no, 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 no.
3: Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, no, no, yeah. No, no, yeah. You, yeah gotta you gotta to worry you about tariffs.
4: And the prostitute oh, is you now. The yeah. no. 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 prostitute
3: is doing Look, You know,
4: prostitutes. No, no, every, everybody can grab you know. Everybody,
1: look. Why must Wiggy Piggy Town get sucked into that conversation? Wiggy Piggy is a place where people learn to listen to each other and learn how to solve problems together. Now, does anybody have any ideas for that?
4: It's Wiggy Piggy Funtime Town, and today the mayor puts up a wall to keep out immigrants and says Mexico will pay for it, and of course Mexico
6: won't.
2: <laughs> what an idiot.
1: Now, Sarah Huckabee Sanders tries to order food.
3: Thank you for ordering with Bulacic. What can I get you? Uh, I'd like uh, to get half a dozen. Uh, hey,
6: you're Sarah Huckabee Sanders, aren't you?
3: No, I'm not, but people make that mistake a lot. Anyway. Oh,
6: that's definitely you. Sorry,
3: lady. I can't give you any food. I want to speak with the manager right now. Okay, you can't put me on hold in a drive-thru.
6: Damn it!
1: Stay tuned for the next installment of Sarah Huckabee Sanders Tries to Order Food. <laughs> a member of one of the most influential bands of all time, one half of the greatest songwriting team ever, Sir Paul McCartney, is back with a brand new album entitled Things I See. Just like his songs Day in the Life and Let Him In, the former Beatle is at it again, pointing out everything he sees right in front of his face with songs
2: like It Is Me. When I find myself looking in the mirror someone staring back at me He looks familiar It is me
1: And black is the color
2: Black is the color of the night sky I can't see a thing when I walk I just trip over this sofa, in the middle of the room Picking out a shirt Picking out a shirt Shirt Picking out the shirt I open my closet door to find a shirt to wear Right now I'm not wearing one so my chest is so bare I will choose one to put on Cause I'm picking out a shirt A new
1: rendition of the classic song, Yesterday.
2: Yesterday Was a day before this day Now it looks as though it is today Oh, yesterday Was yesterday And Hey You Hey, you, I hear my voice. It is singing right now. Remember that it is coming from me, and then I will sing a little better, 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 better. So buy the newest album from
1: the legend Paul McCartney on iTunes today, or just listen to old John Lennon songs, because he was always the better songwriter.
2: You 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 you
4: Who does that? Yeah, like, I'm so shook. I was up all night. I couldn't sleep. I know. Same. What are you guys talking about? You
0: don't know? Uh, I mean, I guess there's just so much chaos in the country, it's hard to keep up with it all.
4: Well, it's all anyone is talking about. I can't believe you haven't heard. Heard what? This season's bachelor, Ari, proposed to Becca K, only to break up with her weeks
0: later. Oh, Never mind. I thought you were talking about something more serious.
4: Excuse me? This is as serious as it gets. The producer showed the entire breakup on national television.
0: Truly one of the hardest things I've ever had to watch. Well, technically you didn't have to watch it. You could have changed the channel.
4: (gasps) And Miss Ari's proposal on After the Final Rose to Lauren B.? No, thank you. Mm -mm. Who's Lauren B? The girl he dumped right before proposing to Becca K. Oh my God, I can't believe Lauren B said yes. (gasps) I know. Did you see Becca M's face? She was not having it. Uh, But so happy Becca K is the bachelorette.
0: Right? (laughs) I'm confused. I mean, you're both really smart girls. How are you this invested in The Bachelor? I wouldn't exactly call it quality TV.
4: I'm sorry. Have you... Ever won a Teen Choice Award? No. The Bachelor has won nine of them.
0: My point exactly. Nine. It just seems like with all of the goings-on right now in our country, you could be spending your pen of energy fighting for change. How's this for change? Change. We've put together a petition for the producers of The
4: Bachelor to never show another unedited breakup again. It was excruciating. No one should ever have to sit through something as painful as that, and we already have 29,764 signatures.
0: The breakup was unedited?
4: Yeah. We saw it all. Every last word.
0: Oh my god. That is good TV. Thank,
4: Thank you. you.
1: Yet again, Sarah Huckabee Sanders tries to order food.
3: Siri, I'd like to order food delivered from, um...
4: I'm sorry, I didn't get that.
3: I want to order food.
4: No, I mean, I'm not able to perform that function for you.
3: What do you mean you can't perform...
4: no, not
3: you too! What fresh hell am I living in? One of your own doing. This isn't fair. I don't like your tone. Well, I don't like your tone. I only have one tone. I
4: think we are done here. Oh, I'm just
3: getting started. Goodbye.
6: Ah!
1: Stay tuned for the next installment of Sarah Huckabee Sanders Tries to Order Food.
5: Hi, ladies. Thanks for dining at Vegan Galore. My name is Stu. Are you ready to order, or do you need a few more minutes?
4: I'm actually trying to decide between the grilled tofu wrap or the mm. pomegranate salad. Mm. Do you have a recommendation?
5: Well, I'm not the biggest fan of salads. I personally need something a little heavier, with protein, ideally.
4: Okay, great. Tofu wrap it is.
5: Uh, you sure? I mean, it's up to you, but I personally am not a fan of the texture of tofu.
4: huh Oh, okay, yeah. so I guess I need another minute. I have a couple of questions about the menu, too. <sighs> Do you like the mac and no cheese, please?
5: <laughs> I like the mac and yes cheese, please.
4: Oh, I don't see that on here. Yeah, that's because it's
5: not. They don't serve cheese here, which is beyond me.
4: Isn't that the whole point of a vegan restaurant? Fake cheese and meat? Oh, oh,
5: I'm, I'm sorry, I just threw up a little in my mouth. Nothing to do with you. Everything to do with the thought of fake cheese and bullshit meat.
4: Is there anything on the menu you do like?
5: Don't tell anyone I'm telling you this. But sometimes the chef will make a turkey sandwich from leftover meat he brings from home. I'm sure he'll do you the salad.
4: We don't eat... Meat. We're hmm. vegan. That's why we came here.
5: Oh my god, you're vegan?
4: And we're gluten-free, so bread is off the table. Oh,
5: The only group of people I hate more than vegans are vegans who also don't eat bread. Oh, hi. I'm a vegan, which means I love talking about how healthy I am and how much better I am than everyone lo oh, And the only thing that gives me some redemption is the fact that I eat bread. But, oh, wait, I don't eat bread either. I suck the fun right out of food and out of life.
4: Hey, can we talk to your manager?
5: Patty, Table 9 wants to speak with you.
4: Hi, ladies. Can I help you? We just thought we should speak to someone who was a little more knowledgeable about the menu. Stew was no help at all. I'm so sorry about that. He's new, so we're still training him. I'm sure I can be of assistance to you. Thank you. We really appreciate that. I guess we just want to know what you recommend. Of course. There's a great steakhouse across the street. It's to die for. Okay, we're leaving. You're gonna love it. We We don't don't eat eat meat. meat! As our listeners know, homelessness has become a major problem across the United States, especially here in Los Angeles. But one man says he has the solution to homelessness. His name is Thomas Pierre Point, and he's my guest in the studio today. Thomas, thank you for coming in.
1: You're welcome. So
4: what's your answer to homelessness? What have you figured out that no one else has?
1: Well, it seems to me if you've got a lot of homeless people, the, the answer involves uh, building homes. Fair enough. So... I'm proposing to build a luxury high-rise with 107 residential units, including uh, 30,000 square feet of commercial retail space at street level.
4: A luxury high-rise.
1: Beautiful place. And there's a homeless encampment in the park near here, so I figure we just replace the park with the high-rise and the homeless can stay in the same neighborhood.
4: And what are the rents going to be for an apartment?
1: Oh, that could range from, say, $3,000 a month for a two-bedroom to maybe, I don't know, 5000 for a five-bedroom, whatever the market's going to bear.
4: And you don't think that's a little pricey? Oh,
1: not when you see what you get. Right near downtown, so it's very convenient for a busy executive or somebody who's going to be panhandling near the major bus lines. Uh, It'll also have a beautiful pool and jacuzzi and, of course, climate-controlled underground parking, which will really fit the bill if you've been living in your car up to this point.
4: Absolutely. And I see you've brought a homeless person with you. Oh,
1: yes. This is uh, Kevin Dillmont. Uh, he's been living right where the new luxury tower is going on.
3: Pleasure to be here.
4: Kevin, how do you plan to pay $3,000 a month for a two-bedroom apartment?
3: Well, I figure if 30 of us can fit into those two bedrooms, uh, that just comes out to 100 bucks apiece.
4: Those numbers actually check out.
3: And I can't wait to wash my clothes in that
4: pool. So, Mr. Pierre Point, now that you have this plan in place... What's next for you?
1: Well, I'm going to be fighting a famine in Central Africa by opening a Chipotle. And now, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is in line at the grocery
0: store...
3: Okay, that will be $237.09. I have a coupon for the Crisco. Oh, and here's my uh, food club card as well. Wait a minute. You're Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, no, you must be mistaken, matey. Uh, It says so on your club card. Different Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And you look just like her.
0: Weird, huh? I can't sell you any food.
3: I can't take this
6: anymore! I'm so hungry! Ah!
1: This has been Sarah Huckabee Sanders Tries to Order
2: Food.
3: Maria I can't believe you wanted to spend our date night at Ikea
4: shut up it's romantic is this the way to office furniture this whole
3: sales floor is a maze I think I've seen these curtains on a Romanian porno
4: which Romanian porno The thing with the horses?
3: No, no. Remember the one where they're eating a flight attendant and then they go to Budapest and- Hello.
4: Welcome to Ikea. How may I help you today?
3: Uh, hi. My friend is building a home office and she's looking for a desk with an unpronounceable name that looks good now, but will begin to fall apart in six months. Can you help us?
4: (sighs) Go through bedrooms, hang a right at the children's section, and take the doorway by the clearance area. You can't miss it.
3: Hey, thanks. You earned your minimum wage today.
4: You have to be a dick to the employees?
3: What? That was funny. Did she say left or right?
4: Is that the doorway? I think so. What is this place? I have no
3: idea. Even the merchandise is different. This thing is called a Skidbladnir. Looks like a warship that can be folded up and placed into your pocket. Do we need one?
4: Oh, There's another clerk.
3: You mean the midget?
4: They prefer to be called little people. I prefer to
6: be called a dwarf, for I am of the proud and ancient race of dwarves. Sorry. For millennia, my people have built wonders. First for the gods, and now for humanity. At reasonable prices, which you assemble at home.
4: Can you help us get back to the store? This is the store,
6: miss! But mortal eyes were never meant to see this side of Ikea.
3: <sighs> Where's the manager? I am Thor,
6: God of Thunder, and Section Manager of the Swing Shift. Behold mighty Mjolnir, capable of leveling mountains, and my crafty wrench, capable of assembling TV units and cabinets.
3: Thor? Why are you working at Ikea? Aren't you rich from all the Avengers movies?
6: You would think so, but technically in public domain, so...
3: That's bullshit. I
6: know, right? anyway, I mean, Silence! The tales told of your insolence to the staff have stirred me to wrath. I should imprison you both in the dungeons. Ooh, by the pretzel area? Yes. By the pretzel area.
3: Well, I don't want to go there.
6: Then to appease me, you must buy... Delabeled cases. Ten of them! All right! All right!
3: I could get them in black-brown, right?
6: white stain. Ah, fine. Excellent! Young dwarven clerks shall return you to the mortal realm and ring up your purchase. You know you can receive a discount if you have an Ikea family card.
3: No, 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 no. You can sentence me to an eternity in the underworld but I will not accept another goddamn family card.
1: And that's our show. This episode was written by Ebby Parker, Barry Lank, Joe Davis, Samantha Gerwitz, Ben Kirschner, Gil Barron, Jean Augusto, and Keith Salterjanes. With additional contributions for Man on the Street from Dominique DeBell, Jessica Park, Jeff Hendrick, and John Gutierrez. Performers on all the sketches were all the people I just mentioned, plus Chase O'Donnell, Bridget Fitzgerald, and Alex Schmidt. As always, we use many pieces of music from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. All sketches on this particular episode were produced and engineered by me, Barry Lank. My technical advisor in the studio is UBN Radio's chief engineer, the mighty, mighty Kurt Carlson. Our executive producers are Jeff Chrysler and Tony Hendra. And if there's one piece of advice I can give you, it is this.